Sure. Got it. Good afternoon. So in today's Travel Daily Inspirational Women in Asia, um, we have Bonnie with us, who's in Hong Kong. So Bonnie, would you like to introduce Hi, yourself Helen. and tell us a little Hi. bit about you? Hi, Carolyn. My name is Bonnie. I am operations leader for uh, FCM Hong Kong. Um, I've been with the company as well as the travel industry for 10 years now. Um, I head up the operations department here to ensure service excellence to our customers, um, ensuring you know successful onboarding of our new customers and make sure that our clients love and stick with us. And you're from Hong Kong, right? I am from Hong Kong, yeah, born and raised um, in Hong Kong. I, um, I, I, I studied um, linguistics in my university and I spent one year in Germany as an exchange student before I came back to Hong Kong and joined uh, Flight Center or FCM. So what brought you back to Hong Kong instead of maybe staying in Europe or doing something with your linguistics? You know what? I actually would love to would love to stay in Germany or just Europe, um, you know, in general for longer. But um, it's just you know reality that you know I finished my study and at some point I need to come back to Hong Kong and start thinking about you know getting a job and you know um, you know developing a career. So I had to I had to come back, and uh, this is actually my first permanent job, um, and so I have worked. You know, in the company for as long as I've I had my first permanent uh, role. Okay, and what attracted you to Flight Center? Yeah, I guess you know, probably travel is just you know in my blood. I would say um, I never really like feel so strongly about it until I guess uh, that year that I spent in Germany um, and I visited uh, over probably twenty five or thirty countries in that in that one year. Um, that I was actually, you know, supposed to to study, um, you know, German, um, you know, literature and German study in uh, in Bonn, but um, instead I just went traveling every weekend, you know, be that is taking uh, budget airlines like Ryanair or Air Berlin, you know, to to different places, um, and I just did it every weekend with uh, with my um, classmates, and it's a lot of fun. It's a very important year in my life. But that's half of studying, isn't it? When you get to travel like that. Yay. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, I would, I would absolutely, you know, see it that way, you know, learning and, you know, learning about new um, culture, you know, other countries, you know, how other people live, you know, who they are, um, taking interest in their, in their lives and background. I guess, you know, this is just who I am uh, as a person. I'm always, you know, a keen learner about new things. Nice. Uh, you said travels in your blood. Does it run in the family? Um, actually, no. I'm actually very surprised as well. Um, I actually once asked my mom. I said, "Hey, mom, like, why, why, why don't you travel more?" Or you know, I even offered. I said, "I want to take you to you know this place and that place," and she seemed quite happy um, just being in Hong Kong. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. She she had traveled, you know, to a couple of times to to Bangkok in Thailand, um, but I guess the longest, uh, the farthest that she has traveled um, was to New Zealand. Uh, but but that's it. And she she she's quite happy to see the world through the TV, actually, which is very very different to who I am. I always want to be, 
you know, flying somewhere and, you know, just to get out of Hong Kong and see other countries. So, so a little bit of a, I guess, dark horse uh, in my family, maybe. How do they feel about that, that you have this travel bug? I think, um, you know, I guess, you know, being in the travel industry, I, I don't feel like too much, uh, too different, um, you know, from my colleagues because we all travel. And, you know, probably the only thing that is uh, different is that I love to go to literally like everywhere in the world. Uh, whereas, you know, my some of my colleagues or friends, they have uh, preferences over like Japan or, you know, somewhere in Asia. Um, and I... I was once uh, pointed out by my parents and say, hey, like, daughter, um, do you realize that you've actually visited a lot of a lot of countries in the world that, you know, a lot of people don't get the chance to um, or they never thought of traveling to. And and that's where, you know, I, I, I realized that, yeah, actually, I that's that's my dream and that's in my blood. And it probably will be so until the end of my day. And um, my ultimate travel destination is the Antarctica. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I will, I will have that dream realized uh, one day. Fantastic dream to have. Take us back yeah. a little bit. When you finished your linguistics um, and you returned to Hong Kong, what sort mm -hmm. of jobs were you actually looking for or were you, were you always intent on going into travel? Mm, you know what? I actually had absolutely no idea whatsoever. Um, because with my with my undergraduate uh, degree, I uh, actually couldn't be a speech ther therapist um, with that uh, program. I had to, you know, do further study um, to be trained up enough in order to to be a speech therapy, which was um, which was uh, one of my passion mm. and probably still is until until today. But um, you know, I, I had no idea when I got back to Hong Kong, I actually just uh, started, you know, sending off, you know, resumes everywhere, you know, sending 20, 30 a week um, until I, I came across this uh, recruitment ad one day uh, from Flag Center Travel Group. And there are a few questions on the on the recruitment ad asking, do you like travel? So I was, I'm like, yes, tick. And do you like meeting new people? Tick. Um, are you afraid to 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 challenge yourself and try something new? No, I, I I wasn't. So I just put in my application, and the following day, I still remember um, I got a phone call from the HR department lady, and I went through, you know, one phone interview and a couple other, you know, face-to-face -face interview, um, and then they offered me a a role of a travel consultant in the leisure business, and. Um, and I, I just took the job and I still remember my mom sort of had a like a small, you know, moment, you know, asking me, you know, whether I feel like I, I had made the right choice um, of saying yes to the to the offer. I was actually uh, quite sure I wanted to give it a go anyway. I guess, you know, from my mom's perspective is that, you know, she would have hoped that maybe I would become a speech therapy you know, graduating from linguistics um, or, you know, to be a professor or be a teacher, um, you know, roles like that. But I just know that I want to, I would love the idea of being in the travel industry and I've never regretted that decision. And that's 10 years? 
and that's been 10 years just like that you know time just flew by i guess you know it's it's just funny because in in hong kong you know i would say you know especially in hong kong um you know the way i grew up and i believe it's still so until today that a lot of uh parents have some sort of um you know expectation of their kids you know growing up you know you need to be a good student um, do great in your exams, get good scores. So then that gives you the ticket into a good university, um, get a good degree, and then graduating with good grades and get into a great company, earning a lot of money. And, you know, as a lot of people know, property in Hong Kong is crazy, you know, in terms of prices. And uh, so it, it's a lot of people's goal to have their own property by uh by the age of 30 and you know if you can't achieve that you know by the age of 30 then you know you just keep you know working hard you know do your job um nine to five save up that money you know have that down payment to pay for a flat and i think it's just a a lot of a lot of you know expectation um on that and that probably adds on to some pressure into young people in in hong kong as well um, but I was, I was still, you know, kind of lucky that my parents allow me to have that freedom to pursue my dream and to give things a go. And, uh, I really love what I do. And now you've climbed the ladder up to what operations leader for Hong Kong? Yep. For Hong Kong. Yeah. And I am, I would say, you know, I am at this stage in my life now that I've built up you know, enough experience, um, not only, you know, about the industry, but also, you know, what I, what I, what I do, you know, my skill set, and who I am as a person as well. And I never stop, you know, challenging myself. And, um, and because of that, um, even with my 10 years experience in operations, I had actually recently completed a uh, a data analytics course, which is completely out of my depth and out of my comfort zone. And I want to challenge myself because, um, you know, it is a very uh, popular topic right now. And I do believe that, you know, data uh, takes a big part in, in our life and in our business right now. And so I want to, you know, learn something new. And I want to see, you know, if I can, I can develop an understanding and how that can help me um, translate that knowledge into my uh, into what I do now um, with the company. Where do you see your future? My future is I can't say you know one place or one spot that I want to be. Um, I believe that you know throughout the years that I've developed um, a deeper understanding of of myself, um, and I'm just a perpetual. Um, curious person that I want to see the world and I want to explore the world and hence a very very recent um, decision to actually uh, apply for um, to be a participant in uh, ocean racing and uh, it's called Clipper Race and it's actually a yachting uh, company that uh, organization um, that organized this ocean race for amateur sailors and um, I've just signed up to participate for the 2023 and 24 um, ocean race and I love to I love to be uh, be able to sail across the Pacific Ocean in how that race. How did you get into that? How did you find out and how did you 
get ex- accepted for that? You know what? I think I think it's because I've signed up for too many uh, groups about sailing and living abroad on Facebook, and they probably can see my preference. And one day I just see this, you know, clipper race showing up on my uh, timeline. I'm like, this is perfect because I know that, you know, at this stage of my life, I probably can't be a professional, you know, ocean uh, racer. But, you know, it's actually open for amateur sailors. So um, there's actually a perfect chance for me to, uh, to to be able to take part in at least one of the one of the, um, you know, ocean crossing um you know, race and it's going to be epic and I've still got two years to prepare for it. Um, and it will be a 37 days uh, at sea uh, racing. So I'll probably have to take some unpaid leave or take some sabbatical leave, whatever that might be. Um, but I know that actually my my company will support me um, in that. And so is my family. How on earth do you even start to prepare for something like that? You know what? It all starts by just putting in that application. Um, I actually haven't. I haven't. Um, uh, I haven't um, had my interview yet, so I need to pass that interview. Um, I've actually just, you know, replied to the organization with the thirty different questions that I have to answer. Um, you know, and uh, the next step would be the interview. And if I do pass the interview, then I would get uh, included into into the race and they will assign me uh, according to my gender and my experience and my skills, age and all that, and assign me to one of the one of the one of the sailboat. Um, but you know, all it takes is for you to actually take that step in applying for it. And I don't know how it will turn out and uh maybe i will pass maybe i'll get in maybe i don't um but i just know that i don't want to regret it uh you know 10 years from now that i never made that move to put in that application that's a very good point just taking that first step and sometimes it's just applying to the replying to the email or applying to the job description but just taking that first step is so important Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm super excited as well. Um, you know, I think from that, I want people to, you know, be that young people or even old people, um, doesn't matter because, you know, in that race, um, there are actually people from uh, age of 18 all the way up to 75 plus to participate in the Clipper race. And so age is just a number, um, you know, so long as there's a dream, um, that you have, I would want, you know, people um, to go for the dream and to pursue what they really want and be brave and be courageous and not to be afraid to be in a position where, you know, it might be a little bit intimidating. Um, it can be intimidating, but I think the result um, is always rewarding. That's just adds into your life's experience. It's amazing. I mean, who's inspired you along the way? Have you had a mentor or or has there been somebody or something that's particularly inspired you? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say like a particular, um, you know, person or an event. I guess, you know, I just learn and realize, you know, as I go and through life's uh, ups and downs. 
but um but definitely there's one person that i want uh wanted to thank um and is one of my uh leaders in the business um vicky vicky paris um i look up to her a lot because she doesn't only offer me you know advice professionally but also you know at times you know during our catch-up or one-on-ones or -on -ones, um a lot of times it's supposed to be uh very you know job related um but every time when in moments of of doubts be that it's a it's a self-doubt moment um or i just need some sort of like direction um she wouldn't necessarily uh, give me the answers that i was looking for but she would always um you know ask me questions um and sort of just guide me towards it and whatever whatever you know conclusion that i come to um she always gives me that reassurance to to say that it's okay to be to be myself and to be authentic um to accept who i am and i think that's one of the reason that um you know why i love the company so much aside you know from the from the company culture it's a very welcoming um culture um, in one of our recent uh, Women Wise Committee uh, initiative, the slogan is "Come as you are," and I think that's just uh, says it all. It's a very, very inclusive, um, welcoming um, culture that we are building for our people, um, irregardless, you know, to your age, you know, your background, your race, um, you know, your preferences, and all that. We just want people to come as they are and join us um, as a person as they are. And I think that's very, very important. And how does that show up in, in your daily work life? Yeah, as sure. As you are. Yeah, I guess I, I also learned, you know, being being a leader, um, you know, with my role, um, I grew to be more um accepting and more open-minded and you know when i interact with my colleagues you know with my team um you know with people from other departments i stay curious and i keep my mind like open and i listen to you know what they what they have to say uh what they have to teach me um you know and not to make um not to make judgment i think that's very very important um you know, I guess if you hold that uh, curious, you know, attitude and be open to welcome different uh, perspectives and different angles about, you know, what we are trying to achieve as a business or what they are trying to do, you know, in their life, there's always something to learn uh, of each other. And I think, you know, as an organization, if we can be more like that, and if everyone can be like that, we can achieve more as a team. What are, what are some of the challenges that you've perhaps faced? Um, with business? Yeah. I guess, you know, business, definitely... I mean, life, is, life connects with business. So to get yeah. to where you are, some of the challenges that you might have had to, to overcome. Mm, sure, sure. I guess, you know, I feel very uh, strongly, particularly so in the last, you know, two years, um, you know, because of the situation in, in Hong Kong, we've got, you know, social unrest in Hong Kong. Um, but, you know, on top of that, COVID, of course, uh, you know, made a major, major impact, uh, not only on our business, but also on people's just uh, personal life and their mental wellness. Mm, 
you know, I think the challenges is certainly uh, for people to stay positive. That's for sure. But, you know, what I'm trying to do, you know, with, with my team um, or, you know, just with my friends or, or families, I always try to, you know, play the role of providing them with a different perspective and to maybe, you know, take that, take them, you know, fast forward, you know, five years or 10 years from now. Um, yes, definitely, you know, the times that we, we've been through uh, are definitely tough, no doubt. But, you know, if we look at that, from five years from now, um, you know, we may look back and be like, okay, it's actually uh, a time that we've come through and we've come through that time, you know, and come out on the other, at the other end so much stronger because of the challenges that we've come through and what we've learned along the way. It's always about, the, the, you know, the journey, um, the process and, um, and all of a sudden, all the difficulties that we encountered, um, they don't seem so bad anymore, but rather, you know, they just add on to that learning um, throughout our, li our lives. And I guess that's how I always, um, you know, handle um, challenges and, you know, to, to allow me to just be, um, be present, stay in that moment and to handle and tackle any challenges that comes along um, and do my best to to ride with the waves, I guess, and come out the other end uh, stronger and have a new experience added to my life. And knowing what you know now and where you are now, is there anything that you would have changed maybe at the beginning of your journey? Anything you would have done differently? Sure. I would say, you know, if I if there's a message that I would say to my younger self, um, I would say is be brave even earlier as to, you know, uh, welcome new experiences with open arms, um, with an even more open mind. I might have uh, challenged myself to different experiences or a different role um, even, even earlier. And, you know, again, that would only add to my add to my experiences um, and my learnings throughout life. But, you know, equally, I am just as happy um, as to, you know, that I'm brave now because I understand myself more and I know that, you know, there are timing for, for everything. Maybe, you know, five years earlier, I wasn't quite ready yet, you know, to make that step, um, to, to, to do a, you know, to do a data course, um, to apply for a clipper race, um, you know, interview. Um, but I know that I'm ready now. And I think everything takes time, um, you know, to mature, to allow yourself to allow yourself that time to grow and to develop. And so, you know, I would encourage, you know, my, my, my friends and my colleagues to also take the time to allow themselves to understand uh, themselves to have a clearer sense of what they want to achieve, uh, what's important to them, what's their life purpose, and to go from there. That's great advice for the upcoming generation. What, el what else, what other advice would you perhaps give to maybe some, some of the girls or the young people who are studying now or worrying about what they want to study and what they want to do? 
what what mm. advice would you give to them? Mm, I would say, you know, don't be don't be limited by the fixated um you know um rule or you know any social um expectation that that they may feel you know being in the environment or surroundings that they're in it's okay to be different if you have a different dream if you feel that you've got a different skill set or you know a very unique um you know take on life or career or whatever that they want to do believe in that and be okay with it and um and do and do all that they can to actually give things a go um but very importantly i think take small steps take actions it doesn't need to be you know a very drastic change to to the current life but at least you know give yourself a chance to make that step and be brave and don't be afraid to to fail you know even even if it's a failure but you know in my in my opinion it only adds on to the positives to your life um so there's no such things as failure um so give yourself that goal and always believe yourself that you've actually got it keep that faith and back that up with good energy and great effort um i believe um anyone uh young old um age race everyone can actually live as their dream and that's probably the motto that i want to live by as well that's fantastic i mean it's often said that failure is the opportunity to learn we're all we're always so afraid of failing um, mm. but if we don't fail we never get anywhere and never learn anything so, absolutely and taking that first step and just keep moving forward Absolutely. Great, great advice. How do you see, I mean, travel's had a really tough couple of years. Um, how do you see it moving forward for, again, the younger generation, those interested in getting into the travel industry? Do you still see mm. opportunities there for them? How does it look from where you sit now in Hong Kong? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yes, the um, travel industry has gone through, you know, um, big, big challenge and will still continue having challenge, you know, same for everything in life. But um, I think, you know, for people who who are passionate about the travel industry, um, equip themselves with new knowledge and um, again, you know, keep that open mind and um, to learn uh, about the industry, about all the innovations, um, all the technologies that we want to and that we are developing um, these days to make um, booking travel um, an easier process for everybody or for like more accessible for anyone using um, using travel agencies, um, you know, for the travel program. I think it's really important to um, to stay curious and to then, you know, equip yourself um, to learn about things, to read about things, um, and put yourself um, into those experience, into those uh, environment as well, um, so that you make sure that you are um, that you are equipped enough and knowledgeable enough, um, so then when they get into the industry, um, they have that uh, concept already, uh, embracing. The new normal after you know COVID, um, yeah. I think curiosity 
learning something new every day and equip yourself with knowledge um, are just key. And we know your next step is sailing around the world. <laughs> hopefully. And you know what? You know, hopefully, um, I might I might be, you know, sailing around the world, but I could still be in the travel industry. I don't know, sharing about my um, you know, sailing experiences um with be with or uh with my with my clients or you know with my colleagues and friends or with the world. Um the world is your oysters. Um so never limit yourself to just one place or one role um you are just what you dream and live as you dream you'll have to let us know how you get on with that interview i will absolutely follow your progress <laughs> yes <laughs> what's, on the last point what's the one thing in your career to date that you would have changed if you could looking back would have changed It's probably a number of things, um, but you know, if I could change, I would tell myself that it's okay to be myself, because you know, I guess throughout my career journey with the company, um, especially you know, initially, um, you know, being a start being a leader. For, for a team or, you know, for a department of, of our business, sometimes I feel like I have to be um, behaving in certain ways mm. or, you know, seeing certain things uh, or doing certain things. So then people see me as a type of leader or at least, you know, a type of leader that I that I feel that I, I want to present as. But, um, you know, my leader let me know, let me know that I don't have to do that. It's good enough to just be myself and be my authentic self. Um, and so long as I come in with good intentions, um, you know, with positive attitude, um, it's okay to be myself because everyone is different. And I embrace uh, uniqueness and we embrace difference. So, um, so even if I don't, I don't need to worry so much about um needing or wanting to be perceived in certain ways i guess that would be that would be one thing um that i if i could change i would change that but as as i said equally i'm very very comfortable as how um as how i am today or you know just learning to be more authentic um that way because i might not be ready then you know eight years uh eight years ago but i'm ready for it now and everything's just uh, takes their time for everyone to mature and grow in their own pace. I think that's an excellent piece of advice to leave the interview on. Thank you very Thank much, you. Bonnie, for your time. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much, Carolyn.